and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told to the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here are news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred. That great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And today we are entering week three of our feature of Ruby, Ruby 5, the tale of how our galactic gumshoe did investigate the wacky land of Zoots, trying to figure out why the folks there on the Awakening Archipelagos have been transforming their islands into this wacky world, a world that is not in any formal media, but only in the unconsciousness. We've been to Bubblesville's and met strange inhabitants, the Terminator Teddies, the creator of the Feather Formula, but oh, there is more Angel Eyes coming up for you momentarily. ZBS's Ruby 5, Part 3. Uh, first up, we do have our next installment of The Cleansed, uh, Chapter 7, Week 7 of The Cleansed. Uh, we have been in the land of the Republic. Um, this is a post-apocalyptic ashes of New York. They were once under John Prophet's control, held together by him, but he has been usurped by another group, and this group has been promising glory. There are parades in the streets, but not all is well. There are shadows in the New Republic. A dark man has approached two of the survivors of John's rebel forces and has garnered their help to rescue Zeke. Uh, we're still not quite sure what the motivations are for rescuing Zeke, but Zeke is a youth that was left behind in the sewers when John uh, fled uh, fled to the refuge, which we learned about in episode one. But we'll soon learn from Zeke that a young boy's loyalty may be bought or sold. Here we are with the Cleansed, Chapter 7. Final Room Productions presents The Cleansed, Season 1, Chapter 7. Let me tell you how I enter this story. I knew John Prophet before nearly any of them. I met him. He was... He... He was something like a father to me. Took me out of the sewers. Introduced me to his soldiers. Taught me to fight just like him. He also taught me how fathers treat their own. When they are under fire, they leave their children behind. Leave them behind to die forgotten in the sewers. But I did not die. Though I wanted to. When the Republic took me, I wanted to be dead so many times. All they wanted out of me was my secrets. But I wouldn't tell. I wouldn't. Betray John the way he had betrayed me. Not at first. Because I was going to learn. I was going to learn that others can save you, too. Others will be your father. For a price. At this point, it's better if you stay behind for a moment. I'll retrieve the boy understood. Why can't we? I'm the captain. They'll give me no trouble. Okay. Zeke. <laughs> Zeke. Sweet boy. Are you away? Yeah! Yeah! Quiet! Quiet, boy. What did I tell you? I'm going to set you free! 
Your friends have come to save you. Please, please don't. Not again. Shh, no, 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 no. It's all over now. It's not me, were you? It's the others. I've done everything I can to protect you, and now I'm going to get you back home. Okay? Back to the soup. Home sweet soup. Three stories underground. Okay. Soldiers! I need you. I can't carry the boy alone. Zeke? Oh, Zeke, thank God! Oh, he looks... Oh God, it's terrible, Saul. Oh, I did everything I could, but uh... let's go. Oh. But how the hell will we get out with him? There's some uniforms you can change into here. They'll never suspect their own men, will they? Now hurry! Oh. 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 All right. Oh. Okay, okay, come on, Zeke. Come on. Hey, Saul. Saul. Take the boy and run. But Saul. I'll be fine. Come on. Richard! Hey, happy sea day. Hey, you want some of this? It's Virginia tobacco. It's the real stuff. No, Fantastic. No, thank you. Oh, you don't know what it means to have this in my hands again. Real Virginia tobacco, grown just like our founders did. No, thanks. You want to smoke one? I, uh... Working on an occasion for a smoke myself. <laughs> well, I must be going. Happy Sea Day and all. Hey, you need help finding a woman? Pardon? Well, there's so many who'd be proud to share a bed with you. Come on. The man who broke the back of the oppressive prophet? <laughs> Just say the word, pal. We'll sort everything out for you. I have my own devices. Oh. Well, suit yourself. <laughs> Happy Sea Day. Happy Sea Day. Yes, we have to see this. Right! All right, you Turks don't deserve it. But orders from above say you go home early after all. Pack up and head to festival if you want. But we start again early tomorrow morning. Long live the Republic! Long live the Republic! Well, how about that? They find a heart for the working man. Where's this talk gonna take us, Don? It's about time someone did something about this crew, don't you think? Like what? Everybody's gotta do their part. It beats digging coal. It was different before. When it was us working for us, now it's us working for them. I see you tomorrow. Lucian! Yeah. There are gatherings, you know. There's people in the soup. Talk about making another stand. People would stand behind you. <laughs> i see you in the morning, I said. Oh, that man. We all feel gay when Johnny comes marching home. Good evening. Oh. Who are you? A loyal servant of your master. What? Richard. You remember his name, don't you? How was his bed? 
Did you enjoy the smell of old sweat and stale dreams? You think your sex is fit enough for the Admiral? So what if I do? Women shouldn't be out at night alone. Not in these times. Don't, don't come any further. You believe in the devil, lady? That it's not just the Republic against the misguided hordes out there, but a force truly evil? No. Pity. You probably should. Get away from me. Get, get, get away from me. podcast version of The Cleansed. To hear the rest of this episode in its entirety and uncut, visit www.thecleansed.com. You can purchase the entire director's cut for $1.99. Also see a full cast and crew list, exclusive behind-the-scenes video, character sketches, and more. Again, that's www.thecleansed.com. Or catch us next week for another free installment. New episodes of The Cleansed will go up on this podcast for free each Friday from March through October 2012. Those are available at thecleansed.com, finalrune.com, and radiodramarevival.com. The Cleansed is a Final Rune production. Find more free audio stories at www.finalrune.com. That's F-I-N-A-L-R-U-N-E.com. And that was The Cleansed, thecleansed.com, for more tastes of that show. Uh, we have week Eight coming up, chapter eight next week. That will wrap up what was called episode two, the 30 minute episode that's available. Uh, then we're on to episode three, uh, chapter nine. I realize it's a little bit confusing. We have episodes and chapters. Episodes are full 30 minute episodes, chapters are the weekly installments. Um, you know, so you can just sit, sit along and listen to a chapter, or you can listen to the paid download of the director's cut up at thecleanse.com, or if you are confused about all the characters or want more info on the story or anything else, go to thecleanse.com for more of that. Um, all right, and on to Ruby 5 by Tom Lopez. This is The Land of Zoots, Part 3. Here you go. Ruby 5. Kapoor and I were sitting in the Café Garçon. He was telling me about the island of the talking noses of Zoots. So then, I went further on up the hill, and there was yet another big nose. And what did it say? Who's that? Nobody. What are you doing? I'm just uh, nosing around. (laughs) (laughs) I smell a rat. I'm not a rat. I'm a rodent. I mean, a rodent. Are you a rodent at all? I know is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if I tell you something, will you leave? If you tell me something nostalgic. <laughs> Get closer so I can snort on you. No, no, Mr. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, all right, no, Mr. No. The only way to get anywhere is to be here. Here? Is that it? No. There is one more nose. A really big one on the top of the hill. I crept up the hill and it was snorting loudly. Yes? Tell me something 
to do with this story, please? Well, you see, one of the saddest assumptions your culture has made is believing that that which is not visible is not real. You have equated reality with visibility. Ah. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. I have more puns. Save them. There were 12 noses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I did a nose count. When I was there, I, I turned the oh. nose around. Shut <laughs> up! Okay. It's the music. Oh, I love that. Pick it, time Shut for up. Teddy bears. Shut teddy up. Are having shut a love. Shut up, shut up. Out! Hello. I whirled around. The damn teddy bear had crept up behind me on padded feet. My, what a big hairy teddy bear you are. This one was black and white. It towered over us. It was a giant panda. Hey, would you like to go for a ride? A teddy bear ride? Stay away from that thing. Do you have a name, Mr. Panda? Palsy Wellsy. Palsy Wellsy Panda? Of course, that's a Terminator teddy bear. No, not Palsy Wellsy Panda. See my nice soft paws? He's gonna rip out your gizzard. No, not Palsy Wellsy. See my nice long steel claws? <laughs> gotcha! <laughs> I knew it. Kapoor and I were sitting outside the Café Garçon when a big Terminator teddy bear by the name of Palsy Wowsy Panda crept up behind us with one swish of his giant claws. The big panda paw grabbed Kapoor, picked him up by his tail, and then went crashing through the café and out into the street. I couldn't get a clear shot, not with Kapoor spinning around like a propeller. Those teddy bears may have short, stubby legs, but boy, can they run. Traffic scattered as the big robo-bear went romping down the boulevard. A cyclist on an anti-G swerved, went tumbling off his bike, barely missed being flattened by the big bear feet. I picked up his cycle and took off after Kapoor and his palsy-wowsy. I tried to get close enough to get a clean shot without disintegrating Kapoor. The big robo-bear suddenly swerved and went stomping into the park. I swung the cycle after him. He was headed into the woods. I fired. The blast caught one of his stubby legs. He went down, he dropped Kapoor, but he was back up, hobbling towards me. So long, palsy-wowsy. Ruby, you killed palsy-wowsy panda. Palsy-wowsy was a killer robot, Kapoor. You mean a, a, a Terminator teddy bear? That's right. Why did he grab me instead of you? You're the one who's always doing bad things to people. Well, I don't know, Kapoor. Someone wants to terminate us, Ruby. I know, but... Oh, no! Not the teddy bear's picnic! Out of the woods came a swarm of little teddy bears. I don't know, maybe a hundred. I had my trusty Smith Itachi out. I figured if I couldn't get them all, at least I'd go down in history as the dick who caused the great teddy bear massacre. But then... They stopped. Oh, no! Thank Ruby shot Papa Bear! Huh? Palsy-wowsy panda was your papa? Ooh. Ruby, you killed Papa Bear? He was a Terminator robot, Kapoor. Ooh. Uh, bad Ruby didn't know he was your papa. Kapoor, stay away from them. But they're so cuddly and cute. Uh. Bad Ruby, boo!
Bumblebee thought Papa Bear was going to rip out her liver. <laughs> Ruby, say you're sorry. Kapoor, these cute teddy bears are robots. <laughs> and bears don't cry. Well, these do. Bear, Ruby! Ah, blow it out your furry bottoms. Bad Ruby is in a bad mood. She'll make shrapnel out of teddy bears. Are you our new papa? Me? No, no, no. Kapoor, you're wading into a swarm of piranhas. Piranhas? No. Do you have teeth? Yes, see? Ooh, that's a little pointed teddy bear teeth. Get out of there, Kapoor. I'd like to, but... Please, Well, maybe I can. Yay! Put me down! Help! Ruby! <laughs> Ruby! <laughs> they carried me away! Oh, great. So, you're saying an elite team of teddy bears crept out of the woods, grabbed Kapoor, and ran off with him? I warned him. Kapoor never could resist furry little things. I knew they were robots. Ah, the copies for you, Mademoiselle Ruby and Professor Theroux. Ah, merci, Francois. I could not but overhear that our friend, the little rodent, has been captured by the dreaded teddies, huh? Ah, pull up your little wheel and sit down, Francois. Ah, merci. So, they grabbed Kapoor, and then what? Well, they took off through the park, and when they came out on the other side, they stuffed Kapoor down a manhole, and then they all went leaping in after him. You couldn't get a clear shot? I could have blasted a couple of dozen, but there were kids standing around watching all this. Oh. Yeah, and besides, singed artificial fur really stinks. Oh, really? Yeah. And the thought of their little arms and legs scattered all over the street and up in the trees. Oh, my, my. Yeah, I could see the kids going around picking up a teddy bear head over here and a foot over there. Oh, no, and springs and no. gears and a few furry teddy bear ears. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Ah, you did the right thing, Ruby. Yeah, but they really ticked me off when they kept chanting, Bad Ruby Shot. Papa Bear. They were just robots. Just robots? Oh, sorry, Francois. Hmm. Why Teddy Bear won't kidnap the rodent? Maybe they want to take him on a picnic. <laughs> if you go down to the woods today... Enough, you... Francois! That song gives me the willies. But why, why, why the little bear wants the rodent? They wanted a new papa. To replace the one you blasted. I guess. Papa Kapoor? Yeah, they asked him to be their papa, and he said, well, maybe, and they went, yeah, yeah, and picked him up and ran off. Sounds like a happy ending. Oh, God, there's so much to do, and now we have to find Kapoor. Shouldn't be too hard to track him. Oh. Yeah, they have to come out of the sewer somewhere. And when they do, all those soggy little feet are bound to leave teddy bear tracks. Mm, he's such a sneaky little rodent. Don't worry, Ruby. He can take care of himself. Well, I guess we'll find out. So, here's to Papa Kapoor. Sure. To, to Papa, Papa Kapoor! Kapoor. <laughs> Papa. Mm. Ha, ha, nice try. Let's look at your life. Let's see. Oh, yeah, you've been bad. Oh, my, what a long list of things you've gotten away with. Gotten away with? Ha, ha, nice try. 
you thought you got away. But when you stop to catch your breath, when your back is turned, when your life is good, when you are happy, when you're in love, when everything is going great, when you least expect it, squish. The karma kazis will follow you until we catch you. Ha ha. Now, let's look at your good deeds. Pretty short list, kiddo. Have you done a good deed today? That's a laugh. Ha ha. Here's a good deed. Yeah, well, it doesn't count for much. But it does count. But not for much. Good deeds are better than money. You can't take your money. But you can take good deeds. You can take them from this life to the next. So, do a good deed every day. And keep the karmakazis away. Because next time you're born, we will be waiting. Ha ha, nice try. Wow, it seems that Kapoor woke up one morning and found himself a hostage to a horde of robo-teddy bears. You know, robots, also known as Terminator teddy bears. Oh, I dreamed that Ruby was telling somebody that I'd been abducted by a... a my, there's a lot of teddy bears on the bed. Good morning, Papa! Papa? Oh no, my nightmare's alive! Time to play, Papa! Play? Where am I? Teddy bear land! Oh, okay. My, this is a big house. Castle or something. Mind if I look out the turret? Please do, Papa. Mmm, ocean. Are we on an island? Teddy bear island. Oh. Would you like a tour, Papa Kapoor? Oh, uh, yes, thank you. My name is Teddy. But you can call me Teddy. I've been chosen as your spokesbear. Spokesbear? Okay. Who else lives here? <laughs> Only we little bears. You don't have a papa? Ruby shot Papa Bear. Oh yeah, Ruby. You're our papa. Do you have a mama there? No. Do you? I have a mother. Mother Kapoor? How do you know her name? Teddy Bear Logic. I see. And do all you little teddy bears have a group consciousness? I don't know. What that? Well, it means when one knows, all knows. Yup, that's us. <sighs> My, was a nice island. Why are all those little teddies climbing into that toy rocket ship? Are they planning to blast off? <laughs> it's real? Come on, Papa. I'll show you the pirate's code. Pirates? Oh, okay. Who is it? The postman. Little postman? Oh my, look at all you little teddy bears. Aren't you sweet? Are you Mother Kapoor? Well, I am Mother Kapoor. I guess that's close enough. <laughs> what can I do for you? Help me, our mama. What? No way. <laughs> Who is he? The postman. Go away, you naughty little bears. We forgot. What? Gift. What gift? Did we say gift? Yes, you said gift. 
A lift? What a bare-faced lie. Where's my broom? I'll give you a lift. <laughs> Get away from me, you fiendish little fur boss. <laughs> Put me down. Bad, bad, bad little man. <laughs> Crazy things were popping up all over the islands. T.J. Taru said he'd heard about a volcanic island that used to be uninhabited, and then suddenly it has a town called Bubblesville. All the houses are round like bubbles, and they're stuck to the side of the volcano. Huh, looks like another manifestation of good old Zootsland. I told Taru to check it out. Yes, I'm standing on the island right now, Ruby. As you can see, these bubblish abodes precariously cling to the steep sides of this slippery slope. In fact, the bubbles often simply stick together or are stacked one bubble atop another in clusters like translucent grapes. And similar to their namesake, the bubble, they too reflect a rainbow array of sun sprittles, making this a colorful sight to behold. After knocking on several bubbles, I inquiring as to who built Bubblesville, I was directed to a curious bubbly bungalow that appeared to expand and contract, a sort of breathing bubble. The being who created this instant bubblish formula apparently lived within. So I knocked on the rather rubbery membrane. Since my knuckles simply bounced back in a noiseless manner, I circled the big breathing bubble, searching for an entrance, discovering none. I unsheathed my trusty machete and sliced out a doorway and stepped through. Immediately, the bubble sealed itself back up. Across the large sphere, a short man in a long lab coat was blowing bubbles. Excuse me. Yes? My name is Professor Taru, the famous archaeologist. Seize your machete, and I'll shake your hand. Oh, certainly. Nice to meet you, Professor. I'm told you're the creator of Bubblesville. That is correct. And you are? Mr. Bubble. Oh, uh, tell me, Mr. Bubble, how did you discover the formula for creating all these bubbly cabanas? Well, one night... Don't I... tell me. The formula was handed to you in a dream. Yes, in fact it was. By a man who claims to be the Wizard of Zoots. Exactly. Tell me, Mr. Bubble, do your bubbly abodes ever explode? Oh, dear, never. I see. And what other grandiose plans are in store for your bubble? A city. A city? Here, on the side of this slippery volcano. No, 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 a city to replace the dreadful slums of Thumadula. You mean a whole city made out of your big exploding bubble? My bubbles do not explode. But do you? Sometimes, when pricked. I was on an island interviewing the inventor of Bubblesville, a charming town built entirely out of bubbles. Quite a sight to behold. Now the inventor, Mr. Bubble... Yes? No, wait, I'm not finished. Now the inventor, Mr. Bubble, has just told me that he plans to build a city entirely out of these industrial strength bubbles. Yes, even skyscrapers. Skyscrapers? You mean bubbles stacked upon bubbles? Exactly. And exactly where in Sumanula will you build your bubbly city? On the B-side. 
You plan to replace the slums of Sumanula with skyscrapers built of bubble. Yes. I hate to pop your fantasy, B, but the B side is zoned for slums only. Oh. So, what a cruel, contriving, conniving, inconceivable act, dislodging the poor, downtrodden tenants so you can create your bubbly fantasy in their once splendidly decrepit slum. Yes. You, sir, are a cad, bubble. I am? My god, man, have you no heart, no human resonance? Once you bulldozed their quaint shanties and beloved crumbling tenements and built your uppy bubble land, where are those poor outcasts going to go? Nowhere. Nowhere, exactly. So now they'll sleep in the soggy alleyways of New Bubblesburg, whilst the upward mobility in their cellular, snotty, wireless bobo heads maneuver around all those poor, prone, shivering, bony bodies jumping, skipping, leaping over them, or should I say, doing the homeless hop. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. 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 No, no, no. My bubble are for the poor. You mean, you build bubbles like these breathlessly beautiful breathing bubbly bungalows? Yes. And these lovely luscious bubbly chateaus? Yes. And these elegant bubbly gazebos? Yes. And all this for the homeless, the downtrodden, the poor? Yes. Oh. After having visited Bubblesville, the island with the bubbles-shaped villas clinging to the side of the volcano, and having interviewed the inventor of this bubbly formula, a man who calls himself Mr. Bubble, I returned to my favorite haunt, the Café Garçon. I was surprised to see that Francois, the owner and Mater D, was not his cheerful robot self. What's wrong, Francois? Robo-blues. Maybe it's time for a tune-up. No, no, no. It's not the me. It's not me. It's the business. Oh, the cafe's not doing too good? Café Gaston is, I use it, peachy. But I, Francois, want to mosey on down the road. See what is and what is not. You want to leave? No, no. You want to move? You see you and Ruby and even the rodent fellows. You come here and you tell of the wonders of the world. Well, I, Francois, am rot in the stock. You mean stuck in the rut? That's what I said. You need a vacation. No, no, no. I want to go and take the cafe with me. Why well, would a franchise cafe garçon scattered all over the planet? Mm, no, no, no. I don't like franchise. Oh, golly, Francois, I don't know. What is that you play with? You mean this? Putty, putty? Yeah, it's sort of a putty. It's a bubble in its dormant state. Hmm, what is do? Well, you just wet it and blow it up. Really? How big? Pretty big. Big as the cafe? Yeah, Mr. Bubble gave me a sample and... Your little wire Frenchy eyebrows. Huh? What are they expressing this time, Francois? <laughs> So, late at night, out on a vacant lot, we inflated the bubble. I kept saying, Francois, is this big enough? No, no, bigger, bigger! I was getting a little nervous. Okay, no more. Cease, finish! 
So I took out my machete and sliced a doorway and some windows, and Francois proceeded to transfer the Café Garçon into the Big Bubble. And by daybreak, the anti-Gs were installed, and Francois stepped into his bubble and ascended. And as he sailed above the tops of the buildings, the sun's rays turned the bubble into a rainbow of colors. And then it grew smaller and smaller, and the Café Garçon was gone. Non-duality, or to live in harmony, harmony, is to be without anxiety about non-perfection. It's not perfect. It never has been perfect. It never will be perfect. Or, as someone put it, put it another way, I'm not Okay. You're not. Okay. And that's okay. Hello. It's Toots. Have you been uh, watching the news? No. Why? The stuff that's happening on the islands isn't in the news. You know why it's not being covered? <sighs> why? Because the function of the news isn't to tell you what's going on. It's to make you feel depressed mm -hmm. so they can sell you junk that'll make you feel better. You woke me up for this. Look, the people who live on the islands are turning it into crazy zoots land. They're having fun, Ruby. Mm -hmm. Now the big boys can't figure out how to exploit it because the people are happy without buying all that crap that's supposed to make them happy. So? So, our whole stinking system is threatened. God. If something's a threat to the economic illusion we live in, they'll snuff it. So some guy growing feathers on trees and some guy creating bubble buildings, that's a revolution? Look, you're working for the wrong side, Ruby. Oh, who knows how many sides there are to this thing? Go back to sleep. Thanks. Well, one last thing. Yeah? I quit, I'm out. Oh. Oh, I need you, Toots. I know. Take care of yourself, huh? Oh. That afternoon, I met with President Bootstar. I told her about the island of bubbles, the island of feathers, and the island of talking noses. She listened without raising an eyebrow because she already knew it. She even knew about the creature known as the wizard who appeared in dreams and gave out formulas for how to create the land of zoots. I told her about the big mollusk, about how a group of scholars created a mythic land just to amuse themselves, but then found it was popping up in songs, stories, all over the place. Who is this creature who calls himself the wizard? Well, the big mollusk said he wasn't part of their creation. And the mollusk is the last of the circle of Hashibaba? How did she know about the circle? Ruby? Yeah, yeah, the mollusk says he's uh, the last one alive. Do you believe him? Nah, I'm not very good at figuring out whether a big clam is speaking the truth or just blowing bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Will he tell you who the others are in the circle? He thought they were all dead, but I'll give it a shot. Ruby, mm. you have a reputation as someone who does not give up easily. Yeah, that's right. No matter what happens, I'm asking you, do not give up. Please.
At the time, I couldn't figure out why she said that, except she knew something was going to happen. It did, and our world changed forever. I got a message from the big mollusk. Saved me an extra trip. I wanted to see him anyway. Oh, in case you aren't aware, the big mollusk is just that, a big clam with eyes on the ends of stalks and little appendages that reach out and feel you. No, I say he's been a perfect gentleman so far. It was night, the only time his island emerges from the sea. Shall we sit on the veranda and bask in the starlight? Out on what he called the veranda was a big tub of salt water. He gave a pleasant sigh as he lowered himself into the tub. Ruby, your leisurely investigation will soon be terminated. By who? By the appearance of the one who hired you. What, you mean President Kunstar Bootsta? Apparently. How do you know? Shall we move on to what is of primary importance? No, no, I just saw the press. She told me to stay on the case, regardless. Regardless? Oh, come on. What gives? Don't clam up on me. I saw the Wizard of Zoots. Ah, <gasps> where? For real or in a dream? Our dream's not real. Our thought's not real. Oh, I didn't know mollusks dream. All creatures dream, Ruby. Well, what did he say? The hundredth monkey. You talking about the theory, the hundredth monkey? Mm-hmm. Well, where does that fit in? Events are about to accelerate. Huh. Did you get a look at him? Mm -hmm. What's he look like? Whatever form he wants to assume. Yeah? Like what? Well, I believe it depends on one's sense of humor. Like what? Well, any creature from the land of Zoots. Huh? May we get to the essence of this conversation? Oh, sure. What is it? Consciousness. Oh, is this going to be some kind of philosophical discussion? You are aware of the morphogenic field? Yeah. Well, I believe that is how the creature who calls himself the wizard is manifesting the land of Zeus. And the acceleration will happen because of the hundredth monkey? Yes, very good. Huh. Where can I find the wiz? In your dreams, Ruby. If you are interested in cassettes or CDs of Ruby 5, call 1-800-662-3345. That's 1-800-662-3345. Or check us out at www.zbs.org. This is another ZBS production. And that was part three of Ruby 5 by Tom Lopez's ZBS Foundation. Two more installments of that coming up next two weeks here on Radio Drama Revival. Uh, for more Ruby mayhem, including news on the upcoming Ruby 9, see zbs.org. They've got a great podcast there going behind the scenes of ZBS Productions and a huge catalog of more uh, delightfully zany audio productions. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget over 200 hours of original audio drama programming at radiodramarevival.com. Huge archive page. We can search all of the shows we've ever aired. Follow us on Twitter at Radiodrama. Search Facebook for Radio Drama Revival. Find us on iTunes at Radio Drama Revival. We're also on Stitcher under Entertainment. Look for Radio Drama and then Radio Drama Revival. 
Uh, that wraps it up for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, Southern Maine's Community Radio. It is podcast at radiodramarevival.com's Labor of Love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. <laughs>